Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine's food editor, Stephanie March, and local foodie from Stephanie's Dish, Stephanie Hansen, No Food. It's all about food, fun, food, frivolity, and food. Talking about everything happening at the Minnesota State Fair, it's podcast on a stick. Here's the Stephanie's. This is Stephanie Hansen. Hey, it's Stephanie March. And we are Podcast on a Stick, and this is episode four in our State Fair preview roundup for Podcast on a Stick, where we talk about some of the new things that are happening at the Minnesota State Fair. Because as much as you love your classic, you know, corn roast and you love your giant slide. The old mill. There are also always brand new things at the Minnesota State Fair to hold your interest. And I mean, the North End, Wow. I I know. I can't wait to see it. Basically, they've taken... I love the fact that at the end of last year's fair, they said, boom, we're done. Check out all our records. Great time. Guess what? We're starting construction right now to make this even better. Yeah. And I thought that was really great because it was so... They want to alleviate some of the stress from the middle down areas, you know, the southern part. And so they really pumped out that north end a little bit more with some more stuff. I thought that was great. Well, and they talk about every year, like, how can they get more interest and how can they get more people to the fair? And the way they do it is by expansion into some of these less traveled areas. So the north end is going to be where it's at this year. Right. So they've constructed this entirely new event center and it's a stunning centerpiece it's 12,000 square feet of -of state-of-the-art exhibit hall and it's gonna have uh you know a changing museum quality exhibits um that you get free when you walk in with your admission uh the inaugural exhibit is the angry birds universe i love it which will be fun and during non-fair time you can obviously there's going to be a ton of i this is my prediction there will be a lot of special events at this uh fair center year round yeah, I think so, too. Mm-hmm. The other opportunity to take part in there is Adam Terman did the mural that was inside the grandstand last year. Now he's got a six-foot-tall figurine series uh, with the Minnesota Paul Bunyan, Babe the Blue Ox, Hot Dash Girl, and you can take a picture of yourself, kind of a selfie station, as it were, yeah. up there. Yep. Um, also... They have the uh, new North End with some new vendors up there. So Brim, which is going to have the grilled soda sandwich. That's one of the new foods. And Brim is a new vendor this year. Also, the Friends of the Boundary Waters is going to be up there. Handsome Cycles. Minnesota Distillers Guild is going to have an exhibit up there where they are going to be selling passports. Yeah, they are not selling selling beverages. But passports that you can use to visit the distilleries after the fair. And then Summer Lakes Beverage, which is doing the bootlegger. Right. They're going to be selling their bootlegger up there. And a non-boozy bootlegger is pretty good. Yeah. It's a limey mint situation with soda water that's quite delicious and very refreshing. They're also doing this really fun, they have a, a tech installation called the Minnesota Corn Fair Stock. Instead of the fair corn stock, it's a corn fair stock. And it's this LED art installation that's basically art, but and it kind of evokes the idea of a corn stock, but it's covered with screens. And what they're going to be doing is they're going to be showing videos. And anytime you hashtag the, I think it's MNS, or I think there's a hashtag that they'll be doing with it. I don't know it right now. Okay. Um, but once you do, they will put up people's tweets and they'll post, oh, cool. you, they'll post your socials. Um, a goat booth. You know, goats are apparently one of the fastest growing life, livestock exhibitions at the fair. There were more than 1,400 goats who came to the fair last year. So this year they're having their own education station where you can learn about the different goat breeds. You can uh, see different goat products. There's a goat anatomy model. And it's inside the south entrance of the sheep and poultry barn. They're going to have their own area for their goats, the goat booth. 
And that, of course, is where the pet pavilion is that they redid and, and kind of moved that over and made that into something really cool. So you can watch the corgis. You can watch all of your good doggos up there. And the hangar is, of course, the newest of the biggest food installation up there. And that is – and by the way, they've switched their new food, and now it is like a pile of pork and corn and goodness. Yeah, because it was going to be donuts. the mini donuts that you injected with some different fillings, and that created a little bit of buzz about the trash. Yeah. So then they're going to do the mini donuts with dips, which they probably will still have, but they've got a new entry in the food right. category that sounds pretty good. Right. Um, you know who turned 50 this year, and it wasn't me? <laughs> the giant slide, Steph. Oh! Whoa. Do you do the giant slide? Uh, I do not. No. Have I'm, you ever? I'm done. Oh, of course. But I, I mean, never did it till like a couple years ago, and oh. it was fun. Yeah, I, I really mean, liked. I it. did it when my kids were little. Yeah, it's fun. But like, you know, my kid is taller than me by a lot. <laughs> by a lot now. Yeah. Something that's kind of food centric that's new is the the sous chef. Our friend Sean Sharman is presenting the Indigenous Food Lab, and it's going to be at Dan Patch Park. And it will be a special day-long program from 9 to 6 on Sunday, September 1st. Indigenous chefs will be there. They'll have native food demonstrations. Sean Sherman will do cooking demonstrations. Um, And they will also feature North American traditional indigenous food systems and other things that you can learn about native food. So that will be on September 1st from 9 to 6 in Dan Patch Park. Good. There are some new rides in Let's case you are interesting about that. There are two new high-flying rides at the Mighty Midway, Sea Ray and Zero Gravity. Um, and that is, Sea Ray is like, uh, it's a giant a giant pirate ship. Uh, I, 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 yeah, that swings back and forth. Okay, so like, good. That sounds good. It's a pirate ship. Zero Gravity is a supersonic spinner with centrifugal force. I hate those, I know, but it just I makes love. Me feel like there I'm are people hurl. who love those. <laughs> um, and then a cute new little merry-go-round is at the Kidway this year with colorful horses taking tots on a spin. It says one of the things I like about the fair is the care and attention that they pay to the gardens out there. Mm-hmm. And there's a new garden. It's called a Healing Garden. So it's plants that have healing and therapeutic properties. They have phase one of the garden along the educa- with educational signage, waterfall, and gazebo all planted and ready to go. Where is on it? On the east side of Cosgrove Street on the north side of the 4-H building. So that's cool. Okay. Uh, new highlights in the Creative Activities building. Yep. They're really building out more of a food focus there in the Cambria kitchen. They've got Diane Moa, who's the pastry chef at Belcor. They've got Wyatt Evans from P.S. Steak, Nick Vasquez from Manello. They're all going to be doing cooking demos. They've got uh, cookie decorating that's going to be happening. They've got, have you seen a dairy cow dance? <laughs> Steph, have you seen the Dairy I have Cow not. Dance? No. Uh, they're doing Fosai Minnesota Center for Glass Arts. That's is going cool. To be doing some I'm cool excited things. about that. I hope they do a glass blow. They're going to be cooking with crickets. Uh, some of the three cricketeers are going to cook with the Super Protein and Popol Vu and Surly Brewing Chefs on beer flavored meat, savory flavors, and pastry and beer making. So that's cool. Cool. There's cool stuff happening at the Ag Hort building, too, as far as uh, they're doing, obviously. Different ingredients for brewing demonstrations. That's going to be fun um, by the Craft Brewers Guild. Uh, there's Floral Palooza is in the rotunda this year. Okay, that sounds fun. I what know. Is that? It's large scale handcrafted and personalized designs created by local florists to celebrate lives of iconic Minnesota grown legends. So we are looking at a floral display of prints, effication of Judy Garland, Charles Schultz, Prince, and others. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I'm going to like that. Do you know ever, have you ever sat down at the dirt stage, by the way? 
No. I've, I have I have. Where is it? to squat. In the Ag Hort building, there's a little demonstration stage. It's kind of tucked up on the very back by the trees, like under the uh, sky ride. Um, and they have they do a lot of great – they do so many great seminars there. Tasty tomato growing. Like how do you grow yeah. tomatoes and successfully um, growing medicinal mushrooms in your home and garden. Um, they go how to grow your hobby into a small business. They do small business cottage law stuff. There is really interesting thing about like edibles and decoratives for the woods. If you're thinking about you want to plant, you know, things that you can eat but also are pretty for your lawn. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting. I think how to build a greenhouse for less than a hundred bucks. I mean, these are things that people DIYers and gardeners. Yeah, it's a gives really you a good lot idea. to take in and a lot of things to see mm-hmm. at the um, arts affair. Four local local performing groups are going to be performing throughout the fair in like a pop-up situation. Oh, yeah. So the Bucket Brigade Theater, August 22nd through 24th. James Sewell Ballet, the 25th through the 27th. Captain Wiley DeWitt Comedy Stunt Show, oh. August 28th through 30th. And mm-hmm. then the Twin Cities Trapeze Center will be August 25th through 27th. And then back on the 31st through September 2nd. That's cool. Yeah. Have you heard of the Alphabet Forest? I don't know. It's a world discovery wonderland. It's in its 10th year at the fair, and it's a magnetic poetry wordplay oh. creation station. So that's very popular, and okay. we'll be back. You know that the third layer skate park has moved. Uh, the third layer skate park. It's moved? It's moved. Okay. And the crazy maze also. They move, a third layer skate park moves to Adventure Park, and the crazy maze relocates to Randall Avenue. So maybe they just swapped. Yeah, it sounds like they might have. Yeah, the third layer skate park, it's getting bigger and better. And they are doing, you know, it's kind of fun to watch them do flips and tricks. And It is BMX super fun, stuff. especially just, if you have a kid that's into skateboarding yeah, or you're just well, looking I mean, for just, something to watch. It's kind of like, wow. You know, it's like, it's like the lumberjack stuff. I don't ever... I don't know anybody who is in the lumberjacking. Or that still, log rolls, yeah, but, but it's, it's still, still a good time. Um, yeah. You introduced me to something that was free entertainment last year that I, this year, a podcast on a stick, we've got to get a state fair story out of one of these kids, the 4-H musical. Oh, God, yeah. It's yeah. So, great. so look for that. What is it this year? Did um, I tell you? I don't know what it is this oh. year. I will tell you, though, that if you're looking for more specific information on over the thousand vendors that are going to be offering merchandise... The best way to really do that is to download the Fairfinder. That app is just fantastic. Well, okay, I'm gonna and I'm and I know that I'm biased on this, and I'm gonna be honest that of course, but and that has a lot of great stuff in it. But the curated stuff that we do every day at MSP Mag, we have a State Fair landing page, and it kind of pulls some of the stuff out for you, so that you know, because sometimes it can get overwhelming. Like you and I sit here and we dig into this stuff all the way, but for the general Sally Apple Valley, who's like gonna go for the day yep it's kind of hard so i just wanted to put a shout out to the we've got some great uh web kids over there who are making a state fair landing page and you can just go to mspmag.com slash state fair and you find and we're putting up daily picks we're putting up free music to look for for the day you're going all right so there's a lot of good stuff yeah so that'll be if you're looking for a more curated list yes. as it were yep um if you want to know like where is hagen and oats their booth where they're selling the state fair signs uh or where is Adam Terman's exhibit? Yeah. The Fair Finder the, is good That's that. a good map for you, for sure. Um, when you've been out at the fair and you think about some of the interesting free entertainment that you've seen or some of the new exhibits that you've liked the most, like I, one of the things that I just think is so weird but funny is when the Star Tribune comes out with their chapstick. Oh, <laughs> 
when James the Leaks, he stands, he does kind of a pontification. Does he really? And then I don't they come out it. with their chapstick, their premium. I think it's really interesting how many things have like such a long history, like those yardsticks. Yeah. Like you always see people with yardsticks and like the oink booth with the pig ears the and like hats. Yeah, like how those have not lost sway with the general public is just it's fun and home depot always has like a kid's birdhouse kind of activity you see kids up there doing that yeah Yeah. there's a lot of free entertainment oh a lot of free entertainment asking me the other day about how you know because we're out there every single day and saying you know how can you don't you get bored you get the same things over and over again i'm like you cannot see everything at the state fair you cannot it is not possible and so over 12 days, you can get a lot in that you haven't seen before. You know what's funny, too, is when I went with you last year, I had a really different experience yes. than I had when going with my spouse or going with my kid because you do things different than I did. Yep. So I learned about a lot of new things that I didn't know. Yeah. So a lot. one of the ladies that I was talking to about the fair, she's like, well, my family goes every year, but we go and we go to the same places. We eat the same things. Yeah. I was no. like, find someone new to go with yeah. and do their family's experiences. Uh, another good ex- another good way to get out of your rut is to go at a totally different time of day. Like if you're one of those people who's like, well, we go right away at seven in the morning and we get it all, you know, it's clean and fresh and we're done by three. Well, why don't you show up at 7 p.m.? It is a completely other universe for you. It is a different universe. Yeah. Um, there are new walking tours that you can take. The fair always has a good walking tour that takes you by some of the historical landmarks. And if you've never been inside the Minnesota State Fair Foundation, has a museum about the fair. And in there, like, I don't know if you remember this, but when they used to do the drag racing shows, mm-hmm. and they have a lot of the uniforms and a, a car, I think, that oh, they have on site. The Speedway, yeah. Yeah, remember, like... I we yeah, lived. We used to sit, it was walk so loud. So loud. Yeah, the whole fair would just be so loud on the day yeah. that they had the speed racing. Hey, which is speaking kind of, funny of that they did that even visiting and parking. I just wanted to let you know that you can uh, the 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 Twitter account for the Minnesota State Fair, which is at MN State Fair. Um, they will uh, post park and ride updates, which is important for a lot a lot of people. Um, when the hashtag hashtag MSF parking. Um, they have two new pickup and drop off lots to let you know about. One of them is at Center Point Drive between 35 and Cleveland, north of Courtyard by Marriott. And another new spot is Allianz Field. Oh, okay. So if you can get all the way to Allianz Field, enter near Snelling Avenue, then that is a park and ride, pickup and drop off. And isn't uh, Allianz Field, isn't that where the light rail is right there? So I don't think you can. Yeah, you can, you can light rail to that spot and then get on. Uh, you a could, ride. Yeah, you could park in my ramp in Minneapolis, get on the light rail. That's a lot for me. Um, there's also, by the way, a new Grace Lutheran Church in, um, in St. Paul on Old Hudson Road is also a new pickup and drop off. Because I think if you can get to the light rail and then get take it to Allianz Field, why couldn't you just ride yeah, in? You absolutely could. There's a lot of ways to get to the fair, and yeah. I know we all love our cars, but sometimes that's not the best way. Well, I think the transit hub, the creation of the transit hub was just genius. You know, at Gate 16, when they op- you know, they have all the big things by the Grand- by the West End. That was just having people be able to drop off there and kind of come in the gates. I thought it was great. Yeah, they do a nice job there. There are some special days that will happen throughout the course of the fair. Um, there is the uh, Military Appreciation Day, which will be Tuesday, August 27th. And when you do that, you, if you're a vet, you can get administration or excuse me, admission discounts and uh, discounts um, from certain vendors and specials yeah. throughout the day. 
cool. lots of special days that are going to be happening. And we are going to talk about bargains and stuff in another podcast. We are. How yes. about the free Wi-Fi hotspot, though, at the West Grandstand? Didn't we have to, like, go and get free Wi-Fi last year? Yeah. <laughs> I've had troubles with those Wi-Fi yeah, hotspots. They're not. I mean, it's a, and then you got to think about it when there's two hundred thousand people there. That's not easy. All trying to get on the Wi-Fi. Yeah, I don't want to pretend that it's all glory and sunshine with the Wi-Fi out there. So I'm not gonna. Okay, uh, do your best with the Wi-Fi that you have. And honestly, I'm going to tell you the number one thing I say is bring a cell phone charger. Bring a little extra battery. You do need that a you charger. You can plug into. Yeah. Just for even if you because if it gets down to a point where you're desperate and you need to and text you someone, call that lift. Or, yeah, you got to call your lift. You want that little last chug of of battery juice. I think I got to go find my advice. chargers. I know. I just have been finding mine and starting to get them plugged in. Actually, today yeah. I was like, oh, I better make sure this is plugged in. And I got to find go. my backpack. <laughs> you know what? I don't have my fanny pack. I left it at the cabin, so I'm going to have to find a new fanny pack to sport. Uh-oh. Nothing handier than a fanny pack out at the fair. I mean. All right. So that is it for some of the new attractions and things that you'll see out at the Minnesota State Fair this year. This is Podcast on a Stick. These are preview episodes. What's going to happen on the actual first day of the fair is 8 a.m. Thursday morning. We'll be out there. We will be podcasting to tell you what are some of the things that you need to check out that day. We'll give you more tips and tricks. And then each day, Stephanie and I will feature a State Fair story. We'll talk about what we call a service package, which is just tips and things that are happening out at the fair that day. And we'll give you two of our top things to do, top things to do today and a top thing to do tomorrow so that you can plan your State Fair experience. All right. Have your best fair day ever.